Rubio. Hi, I'm Allie. Hi, I'm Matt. Hi, I'm Tammy. And this is Quap Pro Quap. I just looked in the mirror and I'm having a really good hair day. <laughs> did you peel your face off while you were looking at it? Tammy's feeling me. I did exfoliate my face and body today. That's the very same thing. I use that scrub you got me that smells like What's the very coconuts. same thing? Your face and body? No, like uh, exfoliating and then tearing your face off piece by piece. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I want to get dermaplaning done while Matt's in Vegas. I've that done that at Jesus. home. Oh, I'm getting it professionally done. Well, yeah, mine probably isn't the best. It's where they, like, take a razor and they scrape... They take a scalpel. The scalpel, yeah. And they They scrape your your skin. Your face and, like, they remove all the baby hairs and they remove all the dead skin. Yeah. You're in your 30s. You still got baby hairs in your face? Everyone has baby hairs Everyone does. Whatever. Uh Uh-huh. 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 Baby hairs grow up. Into what? Into into Christian Bale. Into adult hairs. Oh, let me tell you about baby Bale. Oh, Baby Bale. Baby Bale cheese? Oh, Baby Bale. Is this his first movie? Yeah, I think we... we, just, I think we so. Because remember when you, you said we were doing this, and you said it's not his first movie, and Bat and I both said, no, Newsies is. And Newsies is not his first movie. Yep. Newsies came out quite a few years after this movie you're about to talk this came about. Out in 87. Is so, he in Newsies? Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time yet. Uh, it's been forever, yeah. It was one of the few movies we watched in school. I yes. love musicals. I, I love like them some, so much. I like they, some musicals. For all you people out there, they would wheel in a tube TV with a VHS player. Which usually meant that your teacher was hungover. Welcome this story. to our fourth Spielberg episode. Yeah. And Spielberg actually directed this. It says so in the credits. For those, Are you, Is that a dig at my movie? I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Well, for those who uh, maybe haven't listened to every episode... Um, Obviously, we've been doing Spielberg Month, mm-hmm. and uh, I did Jaws. Uh, I did the seminal film, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I uh, went over the scary, horrifying poltergeist yes. last week. Yes, where Spielberg was a producer. And writer. And writer. And writer. And now it's Guido's turn. He's going to round out our Spielberg Month and pick his movie, and then at the end of the episode, we're going. each of us are going to rank the four movies from... We're not going to say best to worst because they're all great, but we're going to say like to like least. So uh, Steven Spielberg directed this film, and it is set in 1941 in Shanghai. And it starts off with a... a And and what movie is it? Oh, I guess you should know. (laughs) Empire of the Sun. A desperate time. A world at war. A boy alone. It was nominated for six Academy Awards and didn't win a single one. You know, Spielberg, for how prolific of a filmmaker he is, this is why my brother in Oregon is rolling his eyes because he can't stand Spielberg, but for how prolific of a filmmaker he is, he's really only won, like, two directing Oscars, and they are for his historical movies, so um, Saving Private Ryan and And Schindler's List. This is not what I mean. Well, no, I'm just saying this is one of the ones that would have won for him, but like he never won for like his whimsical stuff like Close Encounters or E.T. or Jaws or anything like that. Indiana yeah. Jones, like it just he only ever wins for like the Oscar bait shit. I, yeah, Wait, I feel what, like so what has he won for? Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan, both war movies, both what Oscar, what you win Oscars for. When yeah, really you know, some of his best movies are the ones like. E.T. and Raiders. Where he's and, not trying to get an Oscar. Well, like, they're just so, great. Like, if you could take into account his entire catalog, Ugh. this is his first Oscar bait, please, I would like an Oscar, please, movie. Yeah. And he's been, he had been nominated many times before this, but the Academy doesn't tend to honor horror, sci-fi. fantasy, sci-fi, right. things like this that. This one's on fucking purpose. Yeah. And that's why Spielberg had never won. And he still didn't get Or it. has never won for anything like that, because... It just doesn't happen very often. There's only ever been, like, one or two directors who have won for, like, a horror movie. And Best Picture, the only one that I can really think of is Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And that can be interpreted as a thriller. Yeah, it's still still fucked up, though. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. But I'm just go along, going along with the what is Oscar typically yeah. winning and what isn't. It's, there's definitely yeah. changes being made, but... You know, Jordan Peele winning screenwriting for Best for Get Out is definitely cool. And, a and step also forward. Suicide Squad winning for Best Hair and Makeup. That's that, disgusting. That was a great move forward. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Norbit was nominated as well. 
for best um, makeup and visual effects. Uh-huh. Norbit. Norbit, the Eddie Murphy film. Disgusting. Look, these movies, they get a, they get awards for technical achievement, too. Yes. It's, it's, uh... Then Big Mama's House should have won, too. It probably was nominated for makeup effects. <laughs> I mean, that, that was good, like, makeup. <laughs> yeah. So, really, when you think about it, Spielberg only winning twice. When movies like that... And Nicolas Cage, Marissa Tomei have Oscars too. Oh, but don't really you bad. talk about Marissa Tomei. Don't even talk about her Oscar. It was so well deserved. It's not even funny. We love you, Grimmers. They what? We love Nicolas Cage more. We is a loose secret. Yeah, very loose. All right. Well, let's get and into this And this is movie. why we review movies as yeah, a group. As a group. <laughs> okay. So. We are currently in Shanghai in 1941. Not bad. Is Shanghai China? Yes. Or is it Japan? It's China. I just wanted to ask the question so that the viewers that didn't know now know. (laughs) Listeners, viewers. Yeah, it's in... It's different. (laughs) It's in watching the time just creep up. It's in in British-occupied Shanghai because got a lot of Brits there. Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of Brits there, but Pearl Harbor hasn't been attacked. Was this filmed in Shanghai? Yes. Nineteen forty one is Pearl Harbor. No, Pearl Harbor happens in nineteen forty one. Oh no, you're right. But this is before Pearl Harbor has happened. Right before. Oh, that's right. So like the U.S. hasn't entered the war yet. So you see this, you know, home alone style estate and gorgeous. Yeah, and he's just. And this little kid, little baby Christian Bale. It looks little, it looks like a British kid, like thirty in this movie. Okay. It right. looks like a British home too. Like you can totally tell like that it's British occupied. Very it, colonial. It's very. very Tudor, very like English countryside estate. Oh, it I love the brick. Colonizer. Oh, it does scream mm-hmm. colonizer. And they have this gorgeous. gorgeous pool in the backyard that his dad is just hitting tipping golf balls into. Chipping <gasps> golf balls over. Tipping. It is a water hazard. Okay, and it's an, it's an added challenge. Chip, chip. At the house, no doubt. So, you know, to give you an idea what Jamie, young Jamie, is like, um, you know, he's, at the end of the night, he's trying to, he's getting his milk, and then he That's asks, Christian Bale, right? Christian Bale, Jamie. Such a shithead. He asks the, uh, the help, okay, which are clearly of Chinese descent, locals. Locals. He goes, uh, I would like uh, the biscuits. And then she does her best to say in English, uh, your mother doesn't want you to have those and you know it. And he goes, you have to do what I tell you. And then the next shot, you see him walking down the hallway, milk and cookies in hand. Entitled little colonizer. Yeah, like he, he, he is a typical uh, affluent little shit. Yeah, yeah he was burning um, his own toys. Well, I that's mean, right. Yeah, you see his room. His room is full of those toys. Like, oh, he's got a few to get rid of. He had okay. a fucking clown in there. Fuck that clown. Oh, <laughs> hashtag again. Not all clowns. And Christian fun. Bale's like thirteen in this movie, right? Thirty. Thirty. I think Matt said he was thirty. He's well, such, I mean, he's, he's such a method actor. He has such a range. Yeah, he's such a range. Age. Yeah. Incredible. He must have known Ant Man somehow to shrink himself <laughs> oh down. Oh my like gosh! That. I think I'm the quantum realm was involved. Blown away by this. Mm-hmm. So well, he is in Marvel. Now, so. Eventually, he is part of the MCU now. The Richie Rich and his family go to a costume party. Wait, you skipped over the little singing, his little church. Oh, you want? Well, it's kind of like the beginning montage. Okay. Yeah, when he sings that. That's not important. He sings. That's so he sings important. The, he sings the song <laughs> from. It, it's important because he. Uh, you see him in his little boy uniform, surrounded by other. Identical white colonizer little boys. Yes, in a, in a cathedral. In a cathedral like in Gothic, China, yeah. and fucking yeah, Christians yeah, Christian Well, yeah, a, it looks like a, like a very old Catholic church. Like Christianity is very dominant religion in China. At least for a while it was. Yeah. So, um, thank you. You see him singing and hitting those high notes on a Welsh lullaby. Is he actually singing? Uh, it seems that way. Spielberg's oh. great. I think I looked it up, and it's because I, I was wondering if that was actually his voice, but I don't think it is. Oh. It was actually Mark Wahlberg from uh, Rockstar. <gasps> it oh. was actually Will Ferrell voiced over. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's he is the songbird of our generation. Will is Ferrell it? is? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He has an Academy Award for Best Songstress. Gosh. <laughs> so. Uh, as you can see, it just adds to, uh, you know, his, his, uh, image of privilege, right? Privilege. Uh, privilege. privilege. 
Uh, and uh, eventually, they, as a family, go to a ball. Okay, with a costume ball. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Mm-hmm. So as you know, mm-hmm. as one does, you dress up like Santa Claus and answer the door singing Christmas carols. And Christian Bale is he's is he further up, displaying his colonizer profile and yeah, dressed, is like, he dressed up like, like Sinbad, a young Sinbad the Sailor or something? Yeah, it well Sinbad of the Seven Seas. So that you know that tracks with the time. Sim Sim Sullivan. Um, his oh. mom is one of the creepiest clowns of all time. Pagliacci. You know, at the party, he doesn't really want to talk to the stuffy racists who use uh, racial slurs for Chinese people. Chinese people of <gasps> position. Oh, that was yeah, disgusting. It was, it was very distasteful. And again, there's only one uh, C-bomb in oh. the movie. We also okay. have to realize that this was set in a particular time, and they were using the dialogue for authenticity. The parlance of the time. No, I know, doesn't. but like he's not—not not that it would be correct if he. I—I I was just like I was more surprised that he called that to somebody who like wasn't working for them. Like, yeah. I thought it would be like what he would call somebody who was like the main, which is disgusting. But it's a guy who like invited to the party. He's wearing like a, a tuxedo. Like it's very well dressed, and he just says it, and I'm just like, ew, so gross. So. Uh, like Baby Bale, who I'm going to affectionately refer to as Baby Bale for the rest of this, okay? Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Alright, so Baby Bale is flying his mm-hmm. airplane, mm-hmm. okay? And it's, it's, it's ornate, it's beautiful, uh, and it has like a little rubber band power, so you can, it, it stays in the air for a while. See, he's flying this out in the backyard, and he finds a crashed Japanese plane. I think I saw the Japanese flag on the side. Is this the still at the party, too? Yeah, this oh, is right okay. outside the party. Oh, yeah, it was in, like, the backyard area. So, uh, he's playing fighter plane, and he throws his plane again, and the plane goes over a hill. So he goes to chase the, the airplane. What does he find over that hill? I gasped. Me, too. I was surprised. I was like, <gasps> He finds a platoon of very interested Japanese soldiers. Yeah, that And they was all scary. look bored. And they look anxious and ready to rock. Yeah. So, well, I mean, at the beginning, they weren't killing themselves yet. They had different tactics at the beginning of the war. He's very scared, but he gets his airplane, and his daddy shows up. And he goes, don't run. Don't run back here. Just walk. Because, you know, they have orders not to start World War II at this point. He's just a British kid. They could have erased him real quick. Yeah. So uh, at this point, they, his family was advised to leave the city uh, to buy boat. Junk boat. Uh, they're in the car, and they get home, and they decide, you know, we're going to go to the hotel, which is a fucking apartment. It's probably bigger than our house is. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. So they, they try to escape the next day in the limo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wait. I forgot the master gun. I forgot the scene in which Baby Bale starts World War II. He starts the invasion of Shanghai. Oh my gosh, that's right. I so forgot about that. In this building, <laughs> you know, he sees a flash of light. He he's restless kid. He can't sleep, and he looks out the window and he sees a Japanese destroyer. And I don't know if it, if he can tell it's Japanese or not. He probably not. He flashes his light at it, and they're communicating via Morse code by flashing the light on and off. Dot dash dot dash. He's flashing his light, they're responding, and all of a sudden, the house shakes because it got hit by a bomb. So clearly, he started the invasion of Shanghai. This is a less <laughs> funny war game, so. <laughs> Yeah, and like, his dad kicks the door open the bedroom, like, what did you do? And he's like, I was, I thought it was a joke. I'm sorry, daddy, I did, this is all my fault. So they escape, uh, they tried to escape. Oh, in, so many people, Lincoln. so many people. And there's so many people on the road that the, that the car can't move any farther. So they uh, they just get out. Mm-hmm. And then they get separated because he drops his fucking toy and he's got to pick up the toy. And then mommy's just like, go home! That's when you see Japanese tanks rolling down the other end of the road. Yeah. Rolling over cars, rolling over pedestrians. He sees his little baby Bale, sees his first man die in front of him, which is a Chinese literate, not literation, Chinese uh, rebel. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they didn't have any military there. The I also heard the scream from Jaws. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> he returns home eventually. It takes him some. It takes him a bit to get there because when he gets home, he sees that the kitchen. A lot of the food is spoiled. Ugh! So much spoiled okay. cheese. All uh, that good cheese. Somebody so left depressing. a fucking refrigerator open like a just a what an asshole. I mean, it's not. Okay? It's it's an ice box probably. Mm-hmm. It's not even a refrigerator. Even more reason to keep it closed. I know. A bunch of animals. And they're 
stealing from the house. Well, they're oh yes, so looting. What are you doing? You know, what are you doing? He, the people that works there. He are. goes upstairs oh, and he sees his mom's makeup spread everywhere, and he's. It looks as if there was a struggle. Yes. And then almost as if it was an exasperation. He opens up the window. Totally ruined the crime scene. Yeah, Olivia Benson would be really. Ice tea yeah, would powdered, be so pissed off at him. There's powdered makeup. Everywhere. Also, the maid smacks him across the face. Yeah, so he goes downstairs because he hears commotion. Good. And he goes, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. They're carrying she, furniture out of the house. For, yep. They're stealing. The the maid and the, the they're probably They're just them. taking back what's rightfully theirs. Because that, that, that shit was all like ancient Chinese stuff. <laughs> it's not a museum, it's a house, right? It belongs I mean, in a museum. It belongs in a museum. Typical colonizing attitude. Yeah. And he... He deserved it. She smacked the shit out of him. Yeah, because he was a little shit. He yeah, was a little shit. So you know he's he's not stuck in this house, but he's really tied to this house because it's it's dependable shelter. No one's checking up on him yet, and you can tell that you know quite a few months have passed because the level of the the water level in the pool just evaporates that you know over time. So he runs out of food. Yeah. And he's got to go into town, right? He's got to go into town, and that's when. Another Chinese boy sees him. What, is it, what does that Chinese boy say to him? He goes, uh, English boy, come here now. Chasing after him. Yeah, and he doesn't know why, but he starts chasing He's him. Like, English boy, you come here now. Yeah, oh, English okay. boy. Okay, so uh, the Chinese boy steals his shoes uh, because, you know, they're super cool shoes. Yeah, he's in his full school uniform. Yeah. His full school uniform. <laughs> How else would you go to town? I don't know. So he's walking around shoeless, and he bumps. He almost gets hit by a truck driven by Joey Pants. Joey Pants. Joe Pantoliano. Joe Pantoliano. Yes. Whose who's name is Frank. The fugitive the and Congo. The Matrix. And uh, he. Brings oh yeah, in, that. Yeah. <laughs> he was in The Sopranos too. Yes. Uh, he was a motherfucker. He was. I, oh, so Holy I hated shit. his character so like, much. That guy died. I can't remember. Whoa, whoa, I haven't seen it. Everyone dies in the Sopranos. I'm not ruining anything for you in the Sopranos. It's been out for a decade. You ruined it. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, see, how, see how that sounds? You're not sorry. Okay. No, not at all. So Frank brings uh, Baby Bale to uh, a, an abandoned boat, it looks like, to meet Basie, who is John Malkovich. Cyrus the Virus. Yeah. How long has he been going bald? Apparently since birth. Yeah, he's never really had a lot of hair. It's just like Steve Martin's always had white hair. It's like 35 years ago, John Malkovich looked 35. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I learned from, I was listening to one of the podcasts I listened to. Um, oh, it was That's Mets Up. It's the SVU podcast I listened to. So John Malkovich used to be married to, can't think of her name, but she was in Mr. Holland's Opus. She was the wife of Mr. Holland's Opus. I think her name's Glenn Hetty. They were married back in the 80s, and they got divorced because he cheated on her with Michelle Pfeiffer Ooh, when they were making Dangerous really? Liaisons. No. Or picking Slim for Michelle Pfeiffer? No. Well, I mean, I'm glad she didn't do anything with Kurt Russell and Tequila Sunrise because that would have messed up Kurt and Goldie, but she also had no... I mean... He's got a great personality. Dude, do we know? Dog. Do you think he does? Dude... If any of you guys... His dick is as long as his last John Malkovich. His dick shoots diamonds. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> okay, sorry. Just a little a little tidbit of adultery. It's important that you see here that uh, Basie, uh, he's the thinker. He's making rice. You know, he's, he's talking to uh, Jamie. And everybody is Jamie being Baby Bale. Everyone's checking Baby Bale's pockets the entire time, see if he has anything valuable on it. Like, this gives you, like... He's not. He's been, he's essentially been caught. Like he's not. A, he's not in a good place. He's not in a safe place. Regardless of what these guys are telling, they're right? gonna sell him. Probably. Exactly. Eventually, they absolutely try. So, yeah. You know, but but you see, Basie gives uh, Baby Bale Frank's portion of the rice, and it shows that relationship that Frank is below Basie and below Baby Bale. Mm. Like he doesn't have a high opinion of Frank. And that's because Frank's entire existence is based on basic. Like, the guy can't do anything himself. Don't worry about Frank, Jim. He always eats after me, don't you, Frank? I always eat after you, basic. It's because I think for us both. Mm. The reason he is surviving is because he is 
latched on to Basie and won't let go. And we see that later. Like, you guys, guys fucking lost later. Um, That's why he opts to go back into the Matrix. Yeah, so the next day, Frank and Basie literally tried to sell Jim. Yes. Baby Bale. And nobody wants the bony British kid. <laughs> All right? And he's like, well, why doesn't anyone want to buy me? Which is a horrifying sentence to hear Yeah. a child say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why doesn't anybody want to buy me? It's fucking terrible. That's terrible. Yes. So they can't sell him, and they, they decide, you know, we're going to get rid of this kid. We're going to leave him on the streets. And then he, and that's when Baby Bale goes, wait a second, I know some rich houses you guys could look at. Why don't we go, take a look at all the rich houses, and then you can, like, you know, Ladies steal shit from there. I just wanted to announce that we have a guest on right now, <laughs> Mr. Michael Rappaport. I was going to say, when did Christian Bale turn into Michael Rappaport? Rappaport is here. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, when Guido gets real into character and talks voices, he always goes, like, Italian. Can't help it. Full-blown Italian here. He's walking here. Hey, hey, hey. That's a feature. They, as a threesome, they drive to a rich house. They realize it's full of Japanese people, and they get the shit kicked out of them, and they're caught. So then from there, they're placed in a holding camp. So it's not like the camp, but it's a sorting facility for uh, anyone not Chinese. You mean Japanese. Or Japanese. But really, you don't see any Chinese... Yeah, they're basically all, like, expats. All the whites are being kept together. (laughs) Poor whites. Yeah. Don't let anybody think about the whites. And and you can see, like, a lot of the characters in here are uh, also formerly affluent, and they're struggling to adapt to these changes that have been forced upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, you see people die, and the people that die leave, leave behind food bowls, and the food bowls are immediately stolen, hopefully yeah. by Baby Bale. Baby mm-hmm. Bale, and what are the, what is the other group of people, what are they called? Just the Brits, really. They're all scavengers, just waiting for yeah. people to die, and then they take their clothing, their shoes, yeah. their yeah. riches, everything. They get one potato a day. Good luck with that. Good luck. So, and, and people are getting sick, as I'm sure you can imagine. We see Miranda um, Richardson. Right. And we see that Basie only drinks boiled water from, from a, uh, a, a glass flask. There's something up with him. He's like, Malkovich he Yeah, John Malkovich's character is like, he knows about being clean and boiling your water so you don't get sick of dysentery and worried about good conditioned teeth. Didn't they look at young Bale's teeth, too, mm-hmm. yep, to did. take them if they were gold? Is that why? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Frank asked. They take the filling. Because you see any gold in there? The fillings, too, because they were they would have been pure silver back then. So, from the sorting facility, uh, the, eventually, there's a truck, and it's just got one guy choosing people seemingly at random, but he seems to be choosing people that look the most put together and not as disheveled, you know? And he glances right over the boy, Baby Bale. Yeah. So Baby Bale, you know, starts freaking out. He's like, Basie gets chosen, you know? And Basie's like, please, begging with him. And Basie's ignoring him. He doesn't care. Well, he's trying, I mean, I would imagine he's trying not to care. Or do you think, like, straight up he doesn't give a shit? I don't shit. think he gives a shit. Yeah. I don't think he cares that's about why I said the Ol- yeah. That's why I said the Oliver reference. He's like the, Ar- or, did I say Oliver or David Copperfield? Whatever I said. He's like the Artful Dodger. Oh, yeah, that's, so that's Oliver. Oliver, yeah. Like, he's just using the kid to get what he needs. He doesn't yeah. care. Well, so he, so the truck driver doesn't know how to get to where they're going. This is uh, uh, which is very close to uh, Baby Bale's parents' country club. And oh. he knows exactly where that is. I know where that is. I know. I know where that is. That's right. So uh, he was so annoying uh, that uh, the commanding officer that was directing traffic picked him up and threw him in the back of the truck so hard that Christian Bale actually tore his head open. You know, being so method. So method. Baby Bale runs to the front of the truck like nothing happened and goes, Su Chow, Su Chow, I know exactly where that is. And he's like blood's trickling down his face. Guy's like, uh, you know, he's really a 30-year-old kid. Were there any stories of him yelling at the lighting crew. Someone in stepped in a shot. <laughs> like, you stepped in my shot! I'll fucking kill you! John Malkovich was yelling at somebody and that's where he learned it. <laughs> well, he's, yeah. yeah that works. Wait, who did that in real life? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. He had a freak out session on Batman. Batman. No, 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 Terminator. It, Batman. it was Terminator. It wasn't oh, even a good movie. I'm sorry. Like, a tech, like, 
walked in his eye line and he freaked out and they have it on you should google it they have it on film he called him unprofessional he screams you know at him he, te- he called unprofessional he talks to him like he's dirt like it's disgusting christian bale such a it just comes off that way because of the accent he is screaming at this person. <laughs> he's not like... I'm trying um, to give my boy some room. Come it's on. not a raised voice. It's like that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cat like meme where, where uh, Taylor's screaming at people. <laughs> the truck arrives at Su Chow. Su Chow. Su Chow. Uh, I'm trying to do my best. I'll do my best to pronounce these uh, with respect. Okay. <laughs> and you're going to do your best to it's hear. It's all we can ask for. Uh, you know, someone of that nationality. Well, maybe just say it without trying to do an accent. Like, Su Chow? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I won't say that. Maybe you can just say, they're going to Su Chow. Or just see how going I did it. to see how Su I did, Chow. See how I did it with their accent? He's a very bad guy. He did not pay his bills, and they're going to Su Chow hard. So. <laughs> Jesus. Let's just, what? Let's just move what forward. What is happening? Okay, so the truck arrives at Su Chow. And they are building a, uh, a runway, and they're forced to work and carry rocks as, as soon, soon as they get up there. there. It's messed up. Oh, that's right, with the rocks. I forgot about that. It was like, here, have a rock. Here, have a rock. Go this way. Go this way. It's a work camp. Yeah. They're still in China, though, right? Yeah, but the Japanese are occupying it. So as they get there, at some point, he, uh, Baby Bale, sees a Japanese plane, and he goes over there to touch it. And yeah. this uh, this guy Nagata, is, he is that the is about, guard? Yeah, he's about to shoot him. But what's weird is like, in order to make that sound, he is to, in order to chamber around. He ejects a perfectly good fucking round. It just makes no sense for what he did. I had a, I have a I have a long lasting issue for that particular part of that scene. Oh. That's why he didn't get the Oscar. That's Must have been. It's, it's bullshit. No one would do that. All right. So, uh, you know, clearly he's he loves airplanes and, you know, he just gets lost sometimes. I mean, if he wasn't a child, I would make a joke about how he's way too turned on by these airplanes. It's definitely sexual. It's, well, he's like rubs it down. He's like, and his eyes are closed. Like, it's very he, odd. He just likes <laughs> to pretend that airplanes in the night sky are shooting stuff. So this is the this is essentially like... <laughs> Right, still at the beginning of the war. And then, right after that whole scene, we jump ahead to 45. So, Time so it, I, I mean, it's not the beginning of the war, it's the middle of the war. It's the be- before the American involvement of the That's war. That's fair, you're right. Well, because the Brits were involved a lot. Yeah, they, they've been involved since, like, the, the late 30s. But in Europe, though, not in, not in Asia. Not in the Pacific Theater. But the Japanese... World War II started when the Americans got involved. Everyone knows that. But the Japanese, they basically were carving up the Pacific. Yeah. 1911. Back-to-back. World War Chinks. What? Oh, my gosh. What is happening? I don't know. At the end of... You know, we see Jim has aged. He looks uh, pretty disheveled. He's no longer wearing... His schoolboy uniform. He's so pale. He's so thin. Which is weird because there's there's not a lot of cover there, so you'd think he'd be, like, pretty tan. He, everybody else didn't look as sickly as he did, I felt like. He looks very skinny. Well, he's not eating well. He's probably eating the worst. Okay, the The only other difference in how someone looked nourished was the lady that wasn't wearing lipstick after she obsessed. Was that wearing red the lipstick. tuberculosis lady? Yes. Yes. Rita Skeeter. She was trying to look good. She Everybody just, else looked normal except for Baby Bale. She's just trying to, you know. Well, you know, this was right after he did that movie, The Machinist. So he was super emaciated <laughs> wow. in that movie. I mean, he was 30. And this is right before Batman, so nice, he has to bulk back. Short, trim 30. Mm-hmm. So uh, we see that, you know, he's established a pretty intricate trade network. Like, he's running around, he's wheeling, dealing, stealing, okay? He's making things happen. He's a soprano. He's like... I fucking hate you. He's like, he's like Sergeant Bilko in, in the prison camp. So, you know, as you see, at the end of all of his deals, he winds up in the infirmary where, you know, he's, he's under the, the wing of the doctor. I liked that guy. Ooh. Yeah, who was that guy? He's British. I didn't recognize a lot of people in this movie, like uh, Miranda Richardson and, and Joey Pants, obviously, and Malkovich. But there were a lot of other actors. I just, I had no idea who they were. Ben fucking Stewart. Yes. Well, 
and his teeth are also in the movie. If Hollywood loves any anything, it loves nepotism. So <laughs> yeah, all of the uh, actors in this movie are godchildren of Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Except so, for except for Christian Bale, because yeah. Spielberg is actually his godson, because we don't know how old Christian Bale is. Spielberg so is his own godson. <laughs> <laughs> he is the, that method. He is the godhead. <laughs> so he, he winds up at the infirmary, where he's pretty much that's where he goes to school. Like he's learning Latin, he's learning poetry, and, he's, um, and he sees that the doctor's performing CPR, which uh, you know wasn't invented until the fifties, early sixties, but no big deal. And he is pumping away at this lady. How could it not have been invented? Do you mean like the just like the method or a calling it CPR wasn't invented? The the actual routine. I mean, you you, you mean the stay in alive routine? You do the chest compressions. That that was around I think before, but like the full CPR. Yeah, with take like, the chin back. Oh, okay. Listen for breath. Watch for expansion. Okay. Like that whole system was not a thing. Stroke the balls. To be fair, they they're important. They're connected to it. To be fair, they weren't doing it according to the American Heart Association standards. Well, no, because they were British. Thank you, experts. You're welcome. Yes, they were British. Of course, they were. Oh, that's a good point. It has changed over the years. They were fucking it up the UK way. Yeah. Well, so he pumps enough blood. Okay, into her brain that her eyes move and look directly. Oh, that was terrifying. And that was like, that oh was my like, god, I'm keeping her alive, and he's pumping and he's pumping, and then the doctor's got to pull him off. She just looks at me. I've done it. I can bring her back to life. I can do it again. Watch your eyes. I can do it again. Watch. I can do it again. Watch her eyes. Yeah, that was like that was like the corpse scene in Jaws, where she just went. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit of a jump scare. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. You know, drove home like again. He's a kid. He didn't know. That was a pretty terrible like, part. It's a school, yeah. school of hard knocks, man. Well, yeah. He's learning life, death. Yeah. He's going to put that on his Facebook profile. Survival. Education, school of hard knocks. It's so funny no just, being, just being in healthcare. That scene wasn't profound to me. Have you seen that before? What? Like Oops. doing CPR? No, like a dead person like moving. Yes. <gasps> I hear so, it's just science. It's, I know. it's just what happened. I know, like it's an expansion of all the crap that's in them, or like gas or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, sounds happen. And Ugh, yeah. So scary. It's so sorry, dead people. After the uh, <laughs> they don't care. They're dead. after the creepy eye roll event, Baby Bale goes to the American Barracks, where we see Joey Pants, yes, Frank and Basie, basically, and uh, you know Basie's holding court. As he does, because, you know... He's, like, the leader. He's a head motherfucker in charge. Yeah, he's, he's the Hogan out of Hogan's Heroes, yeah. right? He's, he's the best dressed. He's got his linen vest on. Oh, my there. gosh. His crisp linen suit. Yeah. In the driest, but, <laughs> dustiest place I've ever seen. Yeah. There's a, there's a scene where the whole camp is walking across a field later in the movie. They're all wearing white. Yes. At the end it's of the war. Out there. How they kept their clothing white, I have no idea. Yeah. They use Tide. <laughs> tide sticks. And cold and cold wash. <gasps> Iced tea. I'm really proud of you that you know how to do laundry. Who? Matt? Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Guido Fuck you. Guido <gasps> cannot do laundry. What do you mean you can't do, or it? He want to do laundry? You put it in the washing machine and you press a button. It's yeah, not there's you nothing know, to you're do. Right. Guido can't figure it out. Guido shouldn't be asked to do it. Guido doesn't ask. That's why he's doing this, because he doesn't want to do it. So just... Guido does the dishes. You know what? When the dryer breaks, because you've overfilled it, you're going to remember how to do I'll laundry. i the fucking dryer again. Like I did the first time. Like a goddamn boss, son. That's what I do. I fix all your broken shit. Dude, this is clear. For anyone that hasn't seen this movie before the, the podcast, uh, that's basically how Malkovich acts as bossy or... Basie. Pretty much. Yeah, he's great. So, uh... He also doesn't do his own laundry. Clearly, also a further... Clearly, clearly Joey Pants does it for yep. him. Also a reminder of how we're all married. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> you, can, you can remember that. Frankie, uh, or Basie, is explaining to Baby Bale that he's got some snares made up. Because he wants to catch pheasant for Thanksgiving. And uh, he's seen some pheasants out there on the perimeter of the barracks. The problem is, that's not why he wants 
Baby Bale to set the snares. So the next day, Baby Bale goes out to set the snares in the marshland on the edge of the property. But that's when we learn they're taking bets in the American bunk to see if he touches a landmine or not. Add further tension, Nagata sees that Baby Bale left his golf shoes. His fucking golf shoes. Yes, from another scene we can't talk about because it will be here all day. So he leaves his golf shoes and Nagata goes into the marsh after him. But that, and then a little boy, the, oh, the fucking, the Japanese little boy that uh, Baby Bale made friends with. The one who's like kind of special needs. I kind of thought he was special needs. No, he's not. So fucked up. He's got a big head. What's the big deal? No, not because of that, because of the way later and like later. Oh, he later. Got a head. I don't want the big deal. Poor guy. He looks so rude. Guys, I really don't. I really don't like you guys making fun of Ben Stiller. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, that guy looked like he eating an apple through a fence in this movie, bro. Oh my gosh. Poor Ben. He looks. His, uh, he looks like that simple Jack character that he plays. Oh that he plays in. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> that he plays in. You Comic my Thunder. Eyes rain. <laughs> I'll see you tonight. My head movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> We're just quoting a movie that Ben Stiller is in. We didn't go full special. No. <laughs> uh, so you've got Baby Bale on a marsh. You've got a Japanese commanding officer looking for him. And you've got uh, Ben a, Stiller. A friendship with another Japanese boy that lives on base sees that his friend is being sought after. So he gets the little boy, whose name I don't, we don't know, I don't think. Japanese little boy, uh, gets the commanding officer Nagata's attention. So, like, I threw my airplane, get, you know, a little help, get yeah. the plane. So that pulls the heat off of, of, off of Baby Bale, and Baby is able to get out. One's looking out for the other. But that, that Japanese little boy isn't really a little boy. He's, like... Similar in age to Baby Bale, 30. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually Ra's al Ghul. Oh. Oh. Comes full, full circle. circle. Yeah, <laughs> As they walk away, the boy actually salutes him. So, you know, they, they give each other a... Not everyone's a piece of fucking shit. So Good to know. Yeah, so one day, uh, Basie and uh, Dainty, who's another prisoner, uh, they're going over the potential escape plans, and they're using a cork and a needle as a compass, mm-hmm. and they're, they're trying to figure out how to get the hell out of there. But the problem is, Nagata shows up right, right when this is happening. He stands uh, Basie up, He's smelling his face. He's clearly just getting a shave. And he, oh, that's right. And he looks into the cup where all that where all the soap is, and he sees the Japanese symbol on the soap, and he realized that was stolen from him earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. So you know, Nagata beats the living fuck out of Basie. He does. And you know, halfway through this, he tells Baby Bale, "Keep an eye on my stuff." Because he's going to get the shit kicked out of him so hard, he's, he's going to the infirmary. So they're going to move him out of the American barracks for a little while while he gets better. The next scene, you see Baby Bale is talking to a very hurt uh, Basie in the infirmary. And they have a heart-to-heart, and you start to feel maybe Basie isn't a complete sack of shit. But he is. He goes, why aren't you watching my stuff? I asked you to watch my stuff. And he says, they're much bigger than me. When... Basie eventually gets better and goes back to the American barracks. He sees all of his shit's gone. And Baby Bale feels embarrassed, Mm -hmm. uh, shameful, so he leaves. No one asked him to leave, but he leaves. Essentially, he's sleeping outside. He is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he he wakes up outside, and he sees the kamikaze ritual taking place across the the runway. That's when he starts to sing uh, Suogan. That's the uh, Welsh song that he that he uh, sang in church. Seeing, I could have sworn he was singing the the theme song from Peacemaker. Do you want to take it? So do you really, 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 really taste it? As the planes take off, one suddenly explodes in midair, and that's when the movie finally is awoken from its slow pace <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and, Sorry, and I fall so loud there, I almost choked. <laughs> Motherfucker. The Americans are here. Have some respect. The Americans have been there. Okay, well, Americans in planes <laughs> have arrived, and they are bombing the shit out of Suzhou. And 
baby bale runs to the top of the building and he sees a airplane fly by and he screams, P-51 Cadillac in the sky, and the pilot waves at him. It's a great moment. He's like you with guns. He knows all about the plane. He knows all about the plane. <laughs> it planes, it planes. Was this before or after what I wrote down, hot war TB weevil sex? Oh, yeah. So one <laughs> sword was... of night in the camp. <laughs> one sword of night. He's he's in the British uh, barracks. Yeah. Okay. They set. They get. They, they got a fresh batch of, of, of rice that he brings back because that lady is sick. Right. But she's got lipstick on. Yep. And they separate all the black rice, and you're like, oh, good, mixed rice. But actually, those are fucking bugs. Yep. And he tallies them and he adds them to his list, so he's keeping an average of weevils found in rice. And then he takes one huge spoonful of weevils. It's good protein. So then, I'll just look at it. That same yeah. night, I guess that was a, that evening. God, it's meal. another Christian Bale movie. <laughs> <laughs> he sees that uh, Typhoid Mary over here is just waiting to get stuck, so. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Wait. I, I, we watched the same thing. I mean, come on. Rita Skeeter was waiting for somebody to dip their pen in her. Her quick quote yeah. well. So, you know, the guy that essentially mounts her makes oh eye contact. Oh my god, you make making love sound so good. Because yeah, talent. they're in a Japanese internment camp. It's super hot. She has TB. Exactly. They've just eaten weevils. Yep. I'm hot. They got a belly full of bugs. Disgusting. They're sweating. Okay. <laughs> so and he's sweaty. just trying to get his fuck on and you're getting in the way. Maybe, maybe she did too. You know what it needed? It needed some music. And like a Nicholas Sparks like backstory to Gross. It. Maybe so he should have maybe maybe Bale should have sang his his oh. song of top of them. <laughs> it reminded me of that. Did you ever see that movie with Jude Law and Rachel Enemy at the Gates? <laughs> Enemy at the Gates. No. There's a sex scene in that where they're literally surrounded by a hundred people. They're like hiding in a tunnel from like the Russians bombing them and they decide to have sex. And you're just like, God. what is going on? It's kind of like when you're in public and you have to take a shit. You just do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's people around you. Wait, you, you just say you, you, shit your pants, you shit your pants? Or you shit while you walk? I mean, and you're in public. How do you keep the shit out of your tail, Tammy? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I don't even know what I just said. What did I say? <laughs> you made it sound like you dropped trout in the middle of a restaurant without going to the bathroom. You're like, I gotta shit. I'm just gonna do it. And then walk again. No! Okay, when I say in public, it just means in a public bathroom. You mean in a public bathroom. There are walls in the bathroom, right? Yeah, but girls, it's different. It's a big secret. Dude, you had me thinking you were shitting in a crosswalk. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh, like in bridesmaids. <laughs> like I'm, I'm oh, like, I just watched that last night. I'm like, did you feel the heat coming off the undercarriage? She's, oh, oh. she's really doing it. She's really oh, she's shitting just, in the street. She's shitting in the street. We bring it back to reality. Yeah. Okay. So we got Baby Bale at the top of the building. Okay. <laughs> shitting in the middle. Track. Real off track. So we're going to go from your asshole touching grass in the lawn. No! To fresh, Baby Bale. Fresh wipes. World War II. Okay. Hi, Carol. All right, so Baby Bale, top of building, World War II, P-51s, okay? Yes. And the doctor is very scared that Baby Bale's going to get shot. So he runs up the stairs. I'm scared, too. And he pulls Baby Bale da- down, right, and gets in his face. And that's when Baby Bale just, he breaks down and he says, I, I, I don't know what my parents' face look like. Yeah, that was sad. Probably the saddest part of the movie, because he's he's just a little boy, still, you know, 30. still a little thirty-year-old boy. The next day, the camp is evacuated by Nagata, the commanding officer. They're doing like a death march. They are, and right before the march, do you remember what the commanding officer walked over to Baby Bale and said to him? You Batman now. Don't just look at it, eat it. Okay, so he does. I he's not. This commanding officer is not a fluent English speaker, okay? So he says, difficult boy, and then walks away. I thought that was great. <laughs> so as they leave, uh, Baby Bale sees that the that his young Japanese boyfriend um, is actually going through the kamikaze ceremony. This is why so I asked sad. if he was special needs, because he seems excited to do it, 
No, no it was an honor for them dedicated. to. Yes. No, but he seems like giddy that he gets to do it. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 it's they, get to, they get no, to die, they get full of honor. Die I, for the emperor. But th- when the other guys go, they're very stoic. Because it's honorable. He's like, <laughs> like I get to go. This is still a kid. Those were men. Yeah, They're running out of troops at this point in the war. They've got no one left. And then he cries when the plane doesn't work. Because so this is the last yeah, fucking plane they have. And they can't. He can't serve his country. That's all he wants to do. He wants to die for the emperor. Well, Japanese He's, simple Jack didn't understand. I'm sorry. Yes, Japanese simple Jack yes. couldn't kill himself because <laughs> his plane didn't work. <laughs> Which is sad. It is somehow sad. the 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 entire contents of the of the camp is left now. Yes. And they they walk through the desert, which seems like a real long time because like, it's a long, slow movie. Like forty days. And they wind up at Nantau Stadium, and we see that Nantau Stadium uh, is where the Japanese spoils from Shanghai are stored. It looks like the ornament room from Return to Oz. <laughs> A.K.A. Matt's parents' house. <laughs> Whoa! My Did parents you see any house. emeralds in there? <laughs> or, um, holy grails. Holy grails, yes! It's just filled with, like, furniture and, and cars. There's cars in yeah. there. He find, what, doesn't he find his family car? He finds the family car because it has a sweet hood ornament. Which is oh, a, yeah, it was a swan. Swan! Swan! That Schwan. car... Is a 1938 Packard Super 8. Ooh! Coach built. Fancy. Very fancy. Wait, Craig T. Nelson built it? Not that coach. Oh. Like the handbag coach? Or that coach. Oh. Batch. This is back when cars were coach built. No, what, is, I gotta, what does that mean? It's like saying artisanal. They're hand bit, they're hand built. Oh! Like a Birkin bag. Okay. Mm, no, we're not. Fine. <laughs> you gotta put it in fucking handbag terms. I, I was gonna say, way to make it relatable. To anyone who has a Birkin bag. Thank God for that. Probably the same price as a Birkin bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they stay in the stadium for a little while, There's but there's no food or water there. But Mrs. Victor seems like she's going to fucking die any minute. Rita's so, here. Uh, she's famished. They're starving. You did fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, doesn't bode well for the rankings of movies. Baby <laughs> Bale says, just pretend to be dead. And he falls on the ground, and then she falls on the ground with him, only to never move again because she is dead. Because she actually dies. Right. She's very dead. She dies. Or she transitions. So he, <laughs> the next morning, he wakes up. What? That's what they say in Poltergeist. He's sitting with her lifeless corpse, and he sees a gigantic, beautiful, wonderful, life-saving flash of light in the air. Oh, gosh, that's right. Which can only be... Superman? An atomic bomb reaching critical mass, and he assumes that's her soul going to heaven. So you could see the the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bomb from China. Yes. That is so crazy to me. Fucking hundreds of thousands of pounds of TNT. I know, I just didn't know it would you could see it from that far away. They split the atom. I know. Very true history reports on the atomic bomb. You want to have a podcast about the atomic bomb? I will tell you about the little boy bomb and the fat man bomb. I won't bore you. Yeah, this movie already did. Fuck. <laughs> Baby Bale doesn't know what to do at this point, so he just goes back to camp. And on the way back to camp, these parachutes, they look like bombs. They fall slowly to the ground, but they're full of Rash. stuff. Food. Yeah. Foodstuffs. Chocolate, cans... Beans, spam, spam. Lots of smokes. There were camels and lucky smokes. So many smokes. (laughs) As if you could eat the smokes. So here we see Basie again. Malkovich is back. Okay. And he says, and he's trying to save Baby Bale. So like, you know, I got a car, got a few good men. Frank's not one of them. Oh, poor Joey Pants. Left his fucking clinging ass behind. (gasps) This is why he doesn't care about anyone. He's such a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. He Cyrus the virus. So, Ooh. at camp, the little Japanese boy is there. Uh, oh, the one who couldn't fly the plane? Yeah. Simple yeah. Jack. Okay. Old watermelon head. <laughs> and, you know, they're sharing a mango, and they couldn't figure out how to, like, open the mango. Is that what that is? A mango? It was a mango? Yeah. Oh. He yells that I was giving him a mango. I was giving him a mango! Where did they, a mango! Where did they get a mango? So the kid tries to cut the mango open with a sword, 
and is shot by Basie. I blocked all that out. I don't remember. Matt was asleep at this point. It was so sad. I, was, I don't remember rude, that at all. I was there. Asshole. I was there, babe. Thank you. I got you. You're, you're Tammy number one. Ooh. Mm. So, but when she outside, she Tammy number two. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, another horrifying thing. Baby Bale tries to do CPR on dying watermelon head Japanese boy. But he didn't get the eyes to move. Okay? No eyes moved. Uh, Basie comes and pulls him off. Is that a telltale sign that there's life? Some blood was pumped into the brain. Oh my god. I can't keep mm. going. We're, we're going to wrap it up. Wrap out your medical we're talk. We're going to wrap it up. Your medical talk. Wrap it up like wrap a blow up. Okay. Uh, he tells Basie essentially, fuck off, I know you're a bad person at this point. Basie just goes, yeah, all right, fine. More time passes. He's left alone again, and he's just eating, riding around on his bicycle, eating chocolate, and then the a bunch of Americans show up, and they share evaporated milk together. He saves them. Or yep. they save him. They save him. Finally. So then he's placed in a child-finding area surrounded by nice, hot 40s nurses. Ooh. And... Hello, nurse. A bunch of worried parents are busted, and they start, you know, searching through kids, checking their teeth, you know, looking in their ears, smelling them, <laughs> trying to find the right one. And then... Weren't they just trying to find their children? They were just trying to find their lost? children. I don't know how you identify understand. your kids, but that's how I identify mine. You look in their ears? And you smell them? Well, yeah. They gotta smell them. Okay. Alright. Keep going. I know which kid's not mine based on smell tests. Okay? I'm gonna put six kids in front of you with your eyes closed to make you smell them. I need my eyes open to make sure <laughs> I'm not This is going down a kids. dark okay. and inappropriate you, path. Where are you just gonna get these kids? You gonna go to the kid store? I'm gonna... Oh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna line up our niece and our two kids, and we are going to have you do the smell test. I'm not smelling armpits. I don't care. The Apparently, you don't need to. Scalp. Yeah. And that is it. <laughs> we're gonna do it. Gonna we're gonna do it at family to the dinner end of this tonight. Movie is where we actually see Baby Bale's parents, <laughs> who I thought were dead the entire movie. Yeah. yeah you said that several times. Yeah. Because well, they got shot outside of the movie theater. I don't remember what my parents' faces look like. That's because they're dead. Real nice. Sorry. I mean, the, there were so many people in that scene, and in the scene that he disappears from his parents. You just think that how could anybody have survived? Well, I just assume that they were taken to another camp and probably killed. But I guess not. I was wrong. Yeah. He touches her, her hair and her face, and he's just... He finds he his mom. Can. He just collapses into her. I feel like the emotion level of the parents was very subdued for finding their son who's been missing for four well, years. Well, <laughs> they know that he's going right to boarding school. Oh, so. my God. No, I, and I, also, they're British. They keep calm and carry on. Oh, Lord. That's true. The and dad was looking for the driver the whole time. Like, what the fuck is this? Or those hot nurses. The, the mom never... The mom never was an expressive person to begin with. Yeah, I guess they are. It's the British way. If you notice that in the beginning. That is the end of the movie. Well, actually, no. It has a literal happy ending. No, no, no. Because then there's like there's like a stinger where the people um, who got killed by the atomic bombs. They put they put the yeah. They put the light up on the roof, and then Commissioner Gordon says the Joker is coming to town. What am I going to do? And then he jumps off the. Does Christian Bale like rip off like his little his little boy suit and he's fully fully grown Christian Bale? <laughs> they, they put the uh, the picture of Batman on the skyline. So like, oh, I've got to go, mom. I'm surprised like the atomic bomb cloud wasn't in the shape of the bat signal for you. You probably would have liked it more. You wouldn't have fallen asleep. Well, Tammy, I guess what were your impressions of Empire of the Sun? Okay, so. Typically, and hit or miss with war movies, um, but I would rate one of these as one of the better ones. It was it was very dramatic and it was sad. It was extremely sad. So because it's a Spielberg movie and because it was a decent war movie, I'm gonna say it is in like my top ten. 
horror movies. Wow. Thank you. Wow. That means there's nine other ones in front of it. Is one of them Saving Private Ryan? No. Uh, it's another Spielberg film. It is another Spielberg film. I think, I, I told you, these movies are not my favorite genre. Number one, Guns of Navarone. <laughs> I would go for The Patriot. The Longest Day. The Patriot? I love The Patriot. You're my child! Uh, I guess that's a war movie. I saw that. Mark. I saw How that. How can you say it's not? It's a revolutionary war movie. The way he melted down those little action figures. Oh, of course. We can't do the bullets. technical thing. I saw that, right I saw that in the theaters. Because it, so it had Because it had Heath Ledger in it. Save the Patriot. Everybody loves Oh, he is fine as fuck in that movie. He looks great with that blonde hair. Yes, I did love... Actually, that has a Richardson in it, too. Oh my god, it does. The sister, who Mel Gibson ends up marrying, is the sister of the woman who died of TB in this movie. That's, they're related. Oh. They're cousins or sisters or something. They're all Richardsons. Um, and then the other one was married to Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. She, she died. She passed away. Unfortunately. Yeah. She it was a skiing accident. Yes. Well, no, it was a brain clot from a skiing accident. She hit her head so bad, there was a clot, and then she died from that. I was guessing, so I feel great. Are you sure it wasn't a bleed? A bleed, what, a, bleed a brain bleed, yeah. Yes. No, it was a skiing accident. She was. I am really good at this. You, ge- you guessed that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. She was taken too soon. All right. So, I had never seen this movie. I liked it. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I was really blown away by how talented Christian Bale was even then. I will give it a pass, but I will say it it, it was a little long and slow. Yeah, yeah Baby Bale definitely was... Definitely two aspects I completely forgot about when I chose this movie. Is this it week. based off a true story? World War II? Yeah. No, the actual boy. <laughs> the no, actual boy. No? no? no. Okay. That'd be, that'd be way too spectacular. I mean, I'll give it a pass, but it's definitely um, it's definitely not in my top ten of war movies, and I like war movies. I'll take it. One and nothing. <laughs> Yes, I, honestly, I don't think I can say any add anything to what's already been said. I mean, plus you missed the last half hour, so <laughs> no, I missed the last half hour. I missed like twenty minutes. I fell asleep and then I woke up. There's a twenty minute. Oh, spot. okay. Again, Christian Bale was great. He basically was the only char- consistent character in the film, but yeah, he was really good. But no shocker there. He's like one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, I fell asleep, so it was very slow paced. I put it up, I put it like in the same sort of storytelling as like Schindler's List, where it wasn't as exciting, but you know, like okay, well, we, I mean, we all so passed that, it. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I like. I, I mean, I definitely am not saying I hated it. Well, we all gave it a pass. That's my first. Yes, way to go. Good job. Yes, yeah, more layups on the way. Why did you pick this? Uh, I used to watch it with my dad, oh, okay. and I I thought it was a really good movie. And when I when I hear that little kid sing, it gives me goosebumps, Aww. and like it's sad. And okay, well now we're gonna go around the room and rank the four Spielberg movies that we did this month. So we are doing Jaws, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Poltergeist, and Empire of the Sun. Tammy, would you like to go first? No. Oh, okay. Um, Matt, would you like to go first? Why don't we just go alphabetically? Okay. <laughs> you go first. So I guess I'll go first. Well, I'm picking Jaws number one, obviously. Um, I am going to this go. This should be like, whose wedding is it anyway? And you can't choose yourself. No, not happening. Um, Jaws, Poltergeist, Crusade, Empire of the Sun. Sorry, we know. So um, I'm going to go backwards. Last, I chose Jaws. Fuck off! And, uh, <laughs> third uh, was Poltergeist. You lie! Se- second was my movie, and I love Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So. This is such bullshit. God. I will also go from four to one. <laughs> Unfortunately, Empire of the Sun, while, the very, while a very good movie, <clears throat> I will say is the four. Number three, we're going with uh, Poltergeist. Number two is Jaws. Yeah. And, of course, Indiana Jones. Come on, Indiana Jones. Indy was the dog's name. Indiana Jones. Do after a dog. My first was Poltergeist. Jaws I would put second. Empire of the Sun I'd put third. Holy crap. Yeah. 
Yes. Last Crusade, I actually fell asleep while we were rewatching the movie. What take? And I would put that forth. Woof. Yes. Well, you like to drop your pants and shit in public, so clearly <laughs> you've seen it. All right. Well, that was our first theme month. We that was fun. I liked it. We'll be doing theme months uh, every once Here in a while. Go. Not every month, but every once in a while. Oh Next pick is mine. Yeah. What is it? Okay. So I have picked, the movie came out in 1994. It's directed by, I'm gonna mess this name up, but I don't think I, I I think I'm saying it right. Fran Rubel Kazooie, starring Christy Swanson, Luke Perry, and Rucker Hauer. I am picking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Great, we're getting canceled. I didn't know this was a movie until right now, to be absolutely honest. Great, then you will enjoy it. But I will watch it. No, it's 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 done. It's funny. It's great. I've never seen this movie. Yes, problematic. It was written by Joss Whedon. I'm sorry. We're going to push past that. You can find it. You can rent it, like, on Amazon. It's just not on any of, like, the, like, Netflix or anything like that. This has got the redhead from the pie movie, and The girl with the band camp. No, this no. is, wait, like, this is, like, an early movie for... It says 1992. Yeah, 1992. No, it doesn't have uh, Alison Hannigan on it. Oh, yeah. That's the TV show. That's the TV show. <laughs> She played Willow. I was going to come for Alice and Hannigan. There is no Willow type character in the movie. Also, make sure you like... Hey, Kiwi Herman is in it. Kiwi Herman is in it. It has a lot of people in it that... um, Ben Affleck has one line in it. Um, Hilary Swank. Hobo with a shotgun himself is in it. Rucker Hauer is in it. He's great in it. But like or subscribe. Uh, We are quad pro quo pod across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen, literally hear us. Yes, every Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.